Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon. What it do, all my crew? It's Alyssa. And this is the BA Podcast. This is where we're shifting atmospheres. Removing the filters. And coming at you with some real talk on relevant topics. So let's chat. All right, all right. It is episode three. three. Oh, my goodness. We're here. Look how far we made it. <laughs> you know, Jesus did a lot in three days, so the third episode, man, um, this may be it. It's this special. may be the one. It's special. I think I think it's going to be a good topic for sure. So. Oh, I definitely do. And dude, we've been getting so many cool comments, people reaching out, telling us they're listening, and so... That means a lot to us. It so. really does. And I'm super excited right now because our view is just a tropical paradise. <laughs> Can we just talk about the fact that I have created myself this beautiful oasis yeah, right outside of my really back have. porch door? If y'all could see it, like we have hung like Edison bulb lights up. We have a, a covered porch that is screened in. Mm-hmm. Now it needs to be rescreened, but... Uh, we have taken it and really just Made done something with it. Like beautiful place to sit. Yeah. I went and got me all kinds of plants and my um, project through quarantine lately <laughs> has been not killing plants. I'm proving to myself that I can see things grow in my life. Now, let's add to this that the first plant she got is completely dead. <laughs> Let's also add that your mother said that that plant was not a good plant. Well, she's okay, the one who bought it for hate. you. That's what's so funny about it. It's like, uh, hey, here's a plant, that plant that's not a good plant, but it's probably going to die no I matter what you do. I nurtured it, and now I'm proving to myself <laughs> that I can keep things alive. You can, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm proud of you. She has taken what you know what was just a blank space and man she's made it really pretty with what we have you know and uh it's really cool like we got a a corn tree which i have never heard of in my life (laughs) and it was so funny because as i'm moving this thing around for her uh my mom was here when we first got it because it was at my mom's house and i'm like this thing smells like corn and my mom's (laughs) like uh yeah it's a corn tree but it don't grow corn so no um that's unfortunate but it will always smell like corn on our back porch. So. Yes. Well, and now flowers because yes. I've added other stuff to the porch. But that's not what we're here to talk about. No, it is what we're here to look at. Although. While we're talking. We are talking about thoughts and the seeds that you plant. Oh. So. I see what you just did. Yeah. I see what you did, you, you girl. You see? You see? You know, people ask, why did you marry Alyssa? I'm like, because she does stuff like that right there. My God, <laughs> she turned it. So we started something new today. Yes, we did. And we wanted to kind of bring the listeners into this thought process. Um, you know, we've been bad about being intentional with right. prayer yeah. and devotional time together. Right. Because I'm pretty good at starting my day off like just in the word and just spending time in worship or praying or journaling, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And you kind of do your own thing as well. Right. Um, and mine's more fluid than like every day at one time. Like it just depends yeah, on what's going on Yeah, I'm more consistent with the yeah. schedule of it. Um, but when we started out 
our relationship. Mm. Um, we used to be really good at at least ending the day with praying together yeah. and just sharing scripture or whatever the case may be. Because we pretty much ended the day with a two to three hour conversation exactly. every day. Exactly. We were long distance for a bit there. So that's kind of how it rolled. But um, we, although we pray together and we share things that we have been meditating on and the Lord's been speaking to us, we have kind of failed lately in setting aside intentional time together. Right. Yeah. And so um, one of the things that we've been trying to make more of a habit is setting time together in the mornings to pray and read the word. Yeah. And I want to encourage you um, as couples and even single parents um, in family units need to be setting aside time to intentionally pray and read the word together. And I know that sounds like so cliche and like common sense, but really when you look at life, like how many people are actually being intentional every day to do that thing. Right. And so, um, for us, our thought life has really been, uh, struggling a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, we've had some, we've had some battles for sure. Okay, let's get real about those battles. <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. So, um, the struggle has been real. Oh, I mean, seriously, it has. <laughs> and you know, we've been open. Like I said, yeah. uh, you know, social media. We've talked about it, and I don't like to harp on it, but I do like to to share. You know, because I think people get this preconceived idea about folks who are in ministry or pastors or ministers or whatever and that you know we've we've kind of created a culture in the church where we like exalt them Mm -hmm. and so when we find out that they're just human like you know everybody else and that they have struggles it ends up like deflating us or demoralizing us going you know oh my god i thought they were perfect oh yeah we've seen even in, in christendom like we've seen so many ministers like fail and mess up but because they were held you know, to such a high pedestal, it caused a lot of people to lose faith. And so I think we definitely are, are on another level, like with God, like we have to be held to a different accountability, but the reality is we're not perfect. And so we do struggle with stuff. And and our biggest struggle has been, um, financial, you know, for us really, Mm -hmm. because, you know, as we've said many times, like I, everything shut down on us. And so I have learned in this season of quarantine, like not only am I being stretched in my faith that God is, you know, Jehovah Jireh, like he is for real our provider, yeah. but I'm also being stretched in understanding that man, when the money isn't right. <laughs> Your and mind the money isn't is, right. <laughs> yeah, when it's when the level of stress it puts on you. Yeah, that finances bring has been well, and they say that like even marriages, most marriages fall apart because of financial issues. Yeah, especially within um, like the first two years. I think the the number one reason for most divorces that, and I heard the statistics, but don't quote me on it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was around like what what I'm saying is kind of a generalized thing. But within the first five years, a certain percentage of marriages fail. Yeah. And I mean, when you're looking at the divorce rate, that's almost 60%, not just in the world, but in the church, mm-hmm. you're, you're seeing that there's a lot of marriages failing, that people are getting married. 
And it's funny because, you know, one of the reasons most people are getting married in the church is so they're not fornicating. Yeah. <laughs> so you got all these young kids who are saying, okay, well, I can't have sex before marriage, but, you know, I'm making out with my girlfriend, so we, we might as well just go on and get married. But they're not ready and they're not stable yeah. enough to do that. And um, it ends up being such a major issue because the finances aren't right. And so that's not our case. I was 33, you know, so I had waited. But uh, even with all the planning and savings and things I had, like we we hit a wall this year with COVID. And so, and I think a a lot of people have hit a wall this year. It was definitely something that nobody saw coming. And so there were a lot of people who weren't saved up and had a stockpile of stuff in their cabinets and toilet paper for a good portion of time there and just different things. So it took everybody by surprise. So I think that there are a lot of people who are listening that can, you know, really relate to us in one way or another. Um, And of course, we don't want to talk about the same thing every time we're on here, but this has been our reality lately. We've been having to get our mind under control. So there's been some things that we've been applying to our life. And this morning with um, the devotion we read, you know, we wanted to kind of share the scripture with you um, in hopes that maybe if you are dealing with a mind battle, if you've been dealing with toxic thoughts, if you've been dealing with struggles and depression and the burden of things mentally, um, we kind of want to share what we've been doing to dig our way out of that depression yeah. and that that burden and that weight. And the cool thing about this is it's not just a spiritual thing. I think even people who aren't spiritual understand the importance of your thoughts and your mind. You know, it's like um, some quotes that I remember that have been about, you know, you, getting your, your thoughts right. Like Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Teddy Roosevelt said, believe that you can and you're halfway there. You know, th- these mm-hmm. people understood that the biggest battle we're going to face is is what we believe and what we think. Um, our thoughts make us what we are. That's Dale Carnegie. You know, all these people who've done great things, I think that they understood, whether they were spiritual or not, that this is a principle that just goes beyond just our spiritual walk. But I think when we add the spiritual part to this, it yeah. becomes even stronger. You well, know? I think that... Um man, people are making money off of motivational speeches to get your mind right. Exactly. People are meditating and, and holding these meditation conferences yeah. for people to get their mind right. And um, so it's definitely a thing that is understood yeah. um, worldwide that you have to have control of your mind in yep. order to see fruit of positivity and good things like people throw positive vibes my way, you know, (laughs) like you have to have your mind right. There is something about meditating and focusing on what you have instead of what you don't have. There is something about refocusing the direction of what you are thinking on to see things come to pass in your life. Um, and it's just, it's science. It is, it's common sense. Like everybody understands that, but What they don't understand is everything that's in the world that the enemy will put there or worldly stuff will put there. It is a counterfeit of what God has already created. Right. And so, you know, all of these things people get that your mind has to be right, but it was already put there by the word 
right through Christ. And so when and we I apply it, it, I think it goes kind of back to the things we've been talking about in so many different areas, the 30, 60, 100, you know, like there are people who will, will even in business, they may not even know Jesus, but yeah. they'll operate on that 30, which is the fleshly. It's like the lowest level. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we have Christ, when we have the hope of glory who resides in us, it gives us the ability through the Holy Spirit to operate and, you know, reach into the realm of the hundred, the realm of the spirit where, you know, we can have help through the helper, you know, in making our thoughts line up to what God says about us. And so that's why I love the word. I believe in the word because I believe the word's powerful. And so we, you know, we read Romans 12 um, this morning and it, it says, you know, Paul's telling us, to not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And they broke down the word renewing. And in the Greek, it's anakonosis, all right, which means to renovate or to change. Um, another word that is commonly associated with this is uh, the word that we get from repentance, which is metanoia, which means to change the way you think, to allow God to shift or change or renovate your thinking. And, um, you know, the Bible also tells us that as a man thinks, so shall he be. Like, these are things we've got to realize in approaching, you know, even times that it's all uncertain. You know, we have nobody here, I think, knows what next month's going to look like. And that's the, I think that's been the freakiest thing of this whole situation and scenario for us is you have hopes and you have thoughts of like, okay, uh, we, uh, we'll be back to traveling by the summer, you know, mm-hmm. and then, well, it's almost the end of summer and school's about to start. And I don't think we're really close to seeing any type of travel open up, you know. I mean, even right now, there's this huge thing about masks and, you know, being, you know, banding things. And and, and we have no clue. Like, every day it keeps changing. And yeah. so I think that's where our minds start playing games with us. So how do we do that? How do we put this scripture of Romans 12 into action. Yeah. You know, where when nothing but negative news, I mean, my God, you know, like you can't get away from it. No, like you can't. I think there's so many people that I know who are like getting off Facebook and like, like there are a lot down. of people that are shutting down Facebook, shutting down Instagram. Yep. I read a stat the other day that said there is more suicides and more, um, depression that stems from, believe it or not, I was looking at the differences of social media platforms, believe it or not, it comes more from Instagram than it does Facebook. Yeah, that's cra- and that's kind of crazy And too. I think it's because of pictures of yep. people's lives. Yep. You see, you don't just read a status, you see visuals of right. what other people have, yeah. That you don't have what they're doing, that you're not doing, yeah. where they're going, that you're not going. And so when you see those visuals and then you see where you're at in life, even though it's their highlight reel, right? it like throws you in, in your mind into this crazy place. And I think Facebook is is what like the media is becoming like, it's, Oh yeah. That's, you it's know, like a news. I, that's a where news I get my, and then, and is what's crazy is like, you don't even know what you can believe because then yeah. there's so many, here's what's crazy. Remember I showed you and mom this, um, and I challenge anybody who's listening to this, do it right now. Pull your phone out. Yes. And this is so crazy. <laughs> this is nuts. 
Go to Google and type in any number, three to four digit. Don't matter. Make it up. I don't care. Any number. Any number and put the words new cases and then hit search. And I'm telling you, for every number that you put in, (laughs) you're going to find an article that has that exact number of new cases somewhere in the world. Of corona. Of coronavirus. Whether it's a county, whether it's a country. And it will literally say, I'll put in 623. Actually, I'm going to do that right now in my home. And this is what's crazy. And let me tell let me tell cases. people why this is happening. There are um, these these what they call news bots that it is says, artificial 623 intelligence. Six hundred twenty three new coronavirus cases reported in Illinois. Seventy two <laughs> new confirmed deaths. But it doesn't matter what number no, you put in. Do it. I dare y'all. And then listen, I'm telling you, there's these uh, uh, artificial intelligence AI news bots mm-hmm. that are producing every day uh, stories that look like news and they're, they're attaching them and they're like, there's these companies that are paying for it. And if you don't think that there is an ongoing attack on our minds, then like you've got to wake up because the reality is like the enemy wants to keep us depressed. He wants to keep us in fear. He wants to keep us in doubt. He wants worry. to keep us in depression and worry, anxiety. Yep. And listen, we, we started this say- out telling you, we are not the ones who are walking in ultimate victory right now in this. Like we've we're been not struggling. Pros. Yeah. We're struggling. And so we're on here with our listeners saying, hey, these are some things that we're doing to help us get our minds back under control and yeah. have the mind of Christ, not the mind of all of the crap that's going on in the world right now. Right. And yeah. the mind that is burdened with all of the financial pressure and, and not knowing when life's going to be back normal again. Like there are three major things that we are applying to our life right now in order to see, um, our lives portray what the word of God says we can have. Because in, in the middle of pandemics, if God's word is true, if God's word is true in the easy times, then what we got to remember is God's word is true in the tough times. And yeah. I think it's the tough times that make it really reinforce that this is not just a fad. This is not just another religion, that this is the true word of God. And so I think like, let's share with them, babe, like what, the things that God has put, even even in the last three days, like what's happened with us, you know, Friday night, uh, this past Friday was a rough night. We had a Very great rough day. Night. And if you were live with us, hey, if you've not been live with us, come follow Man, us on our social medias, both of our social medias, Brandon Holt and Alyssa Holt. Um, we both go live on our pages. And Friday night, I went live with my unfiltered crew. And we just came on and we were just very raw. We had a bad day. We had a letter in the mail that just changed some stuff for us drastically. Um, Financially, I'll just say that. It knocked the wind out of us. Things we were were counting on. We needed because we don't have... our job is not our our job right now. We yeah. don't get to travel. So there were some financial things we were expecting and it's not happening. And, um, th- you know, just some hiccups along the way. And it just knocked the wind out of us. And we came on live and we worshiped with y'all. And we just, you know encouraged you in the same way we encouraged ourselves an hour before we got on live and gave you guys the same pep talk that we gave ourselves privately. And, um, literally 
the first thing that we're going to give you three things that we've been getting under control. And if you will apply this to your life, you'll see a drastic change, not only in your mind, but in your situation. Yeah, yeah. In your situation, like, you will see God turn it around. The first thing I want to talk about is your mouth. Yep. So if you're sowing seeds, we're talking about how, how you're sowing seeds, how you're seeing fruit grow in your life. What kind of harvest are you seeing in your life? Um, your mouth is a huge indicator of what you believe. Yes. And if you are constantly talking about how you don't have, you never will have, you don't know how, how worried you are, how fearful you are, how burdened you are, how scared you are, whatever it looks like, your mouth is a huge indicator of who your master is. Yeah. Is your problem your master and that's what you're constantly going to be declaring and speaking about? Or do you believe the word of God? Yeah. Do you believe that God's word is true? What are you declaring? And um, I talked about this on my podcast last week on how, you know, you cannot allow your mouth to determine what you dictate. Mm. you've got to determine in your heart what you believe, not right. what you feel, not what you see, not what you hear. No. You've got to determine the word of God is what you're standing on, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. And those are the words that you need to be speaking over your situation. And this, this goes even t- to me, it goes deeper than, oh, just choose positivity. Because yeah. the reality is like, I know different people are wired in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so I've got friends in life whose personalities and their wiring are so different than mine. And it doesn't matter what comes about. Like they are just wired to be positive. Like, mm-hmm. and sometimes I, I just can't be around them. <laughs> I can't they're either. Just like, it just get, it makes me know, want to punch someone and if, in the face. Yeah. And if you're that person, honest. we do love you. <laughs> we but love I'm, you. I'm telling you, that's not our wiring. And so what happens and is. And me let and me, Brandon are wired very much the same. <laughs> oh, so similar. So yeah. It's the, it, it, and it's a great thing. But, but it's it a bad thing. But it can also be a bad thing. <laughs> And uh, so let, let's talk real quick to all these folks out here who are wired like us, who are wired to go not, to the negative. Yes. Yeah. You're wired to you you, you, you walk in excellence and it's the, the things that show you or stick out to you the most, right? When, are not the positive or the right things. It's the things that are going wrong. Yeah. When the, t- when you have tangible things in your life that you can touch, feel, see, it is reality. Yeah it's just easier to gravitate towards the negativity of that reality than it is for us to just automatically go towards faith. Right. And I'm telling you, like you guys, us, this will be the hardest thing for us because this is where our natural go-to is just, we're not, we're not trying to find this is where your belief system is tested, right? What do you truly believe? Because that's what your mouth's going to speak. And that's how we've got to ask God like, Lord, help us with our perception. Yeah. Because when we see the negative, like me and Alyssa, listen, I'm telling you, like, if some of y'all just knew, like we have. Oh, <laughs> hey, and we, we're throwing it out there. And we're telling you, like, we're, we're unfiltering this for you. Like, we can be so negative and. Um, and, and I hate it. And, I, that's and one of the things I do hate about that. myself sometimes. Um, 
most of the time when we are on social media, the things we are speaking into your life, (laughs) we are preaching to ourselves. Absolutely. And that's what I love is that I'm not telling you anything that I'm not telling myself. Right. And everything that we speak on and everything we share is rooted in the word of God. It's not Alyssa's opinion. It's not Brandon's opinion. It's the word of God. It's God's opinion. And so when we are speaking those things into you, we're saying it even louder to ourselves. And I think that we're, I think everybody has a natural lean to be judging. It's our flesh. It's our flesh. And so like, and, and don't be, and I know some of you are sitting there going, Oh no, we're good. Oh, we're good. But let me tell you something. If you scroll Facebook and you stop at every chick's picture to look at their eyebrows, like let me tell you something. Oh my you gosh. have a natural lean to be judgy. And don't be sitting here thinking, no, that ain't me. Because I know every chick listening to this, y'all all be looking at each other's eyebrows. Eyebrows are a big topic right now. <laughs> they really are. And so some got those caterpillars. Some got those pencil oh lines, you know. But, Some got those microblading going uh-huh, on. Come but, on, come on. You know, somebody. where is your mouth, though, in the midst of your situation? Whatever yeah. it is you are dealing with, it may not be finances. You may have been blessed throughout this entire pandemic to have a salary paid job no yes. matter what comes and you've got that paycheck paycheck rolling in um and more power to you. For you that's awesome that is amazing that god has blessed you so this might not be your struggle right now but maybe your struggle is your health yeah maybe your struggle is your marriage maybe your struggle is um you know, your ab- kids abuse in your life or whatever yeah. it is that you are dealing with. Where is your mouth gravitating towards? Yep. Because it will, it will reveal what your belief system is. And you have to choose to speak positive. You have to choose to speak life because the power of life and death is in our tongue. And I'm telling you, our thoughts come from what we hear. If here, if faith comes by hearing then and hearing by the word, by hearing. then fear comes by hearing. And I'm telling you, you have to change your vocabulary. And that's one thing we both had just looked at each other this weekend and we're like, listen. No more talking about this nope. negatively. God yep. is going to provide. Now, backing our mouths up, we, um, you know, they have this saying, put your money where your mouth is. Oh, come on now. And so the Don't first, do that during Corona because yeah. it's dirty. And, and we're <laughs> almost done here because I want to wrap this up. But um, the first step was mouth. The second step was money. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't outgive God. No. And I've heard that not. my whole entire life. But when you are struggling and you don't have to give. Yeah. And you are down to the last couple dollars in your in your bank account. You know, like yeah. it is hard to say I'm going to give out of faith when I ain't got nothing to give. I need that for food for my kids. I need that for rent. I've been there. Eviction notice on my front door, taped to my front door. You're out in a week because... I don't got rent and I didn't have, but I took what I did have and I went and sewed it into a church or a ministry or whatever. And without fail, every time I gave what I didn't have, God provided supernaturally someone somewhere. Sometimes it's people I don't even know will end up saying, God put me on your heart. I mean, God put you on my heart and I want to give you this money. You know, neighbors that I didn't even know would yeah. give me money. People would leave stuff in my mailbox, like just crazy stuff because Groceries God at the door, just all kind of stuff. Exactly. And so one thing we have been striving to do is um, 
you know, out, not out give God, but almost, it's almost like a thing where God, I'm going to give, Yeah, I'm going to give even when I don't have to give and putting seed in the ground. Exactly. Cause it's going to bring harvest. And, and we believe it. um, God will always out give you every time, every time. And so we have, um, we have made a pact between us personally, and I'm not necessarily going to share our, our private <laughs> right. life, but because we share so much of it already on yeah, here. <laughs> we got to keep some stuff. But above our 10% tithe off of every dollar that has come in, God has spoken to us a certain percentage that we are just to give away. Yeah. We are to give away to people who are in need that may be put on our heart that week. Yep. We are to give into other ministries that need it. Yep. We are to give to um, outreaches to feed the hungry, whatever it is. Yeah. And... In the last three days of doing this and applying this to our lives, not we've always given our tithe, right? Absolutely. But now going over and above yeah. and giving that certain percentage, we prayed and asked God, how much over and above, even though we don't have it, yeah, do we give away? And since doing that, in the last three days, we have seen almost three thousand dollars. Just come supernaturally yeah. come in just from us giving what we don't have. Yep. And then giving it back out. Like that's been the crazy thing. And every thing. time it comes in, we take that per- a percentage of what comes in and we give it back out to another yeah. person in need. And it is just so cool how, you know, giving unlocks something in the spiritual realm. Yep. That's the truth. And I, and here's what, and, and it's really sowing. It's the action of sowing yeah. obedience. So and, let's talk about the, you talk about the third step of sowing. Right. Which is just the obedience, the action. And to me, it's like, so you might be saying, well, Brandon, you know, money's not the issue for us. It's marriage or my, you know, whatever yeah. Like we, we discuss sowing seed doesn't always have to be monetary. We sow seeds in every uh, aspect of our life. You and so, sow what you need for right. us, we need finances. So we right. sow of our finances, right? If you're needing, um, more love from your spouse, you need to sow love. Like you, uh, if you're wanting joy, like sow joy. joy into somebody's life, do and, something that you know will make y- them happy. Right. Like, and Oh, well, Brandon, well, I don't know what to do. Let me tell you, like if you're in a drive through pay for the person behind you, Yes. Right. Without recognition and just tell the people, say, Hey, let them know that I love them. And Jesus, you know, loves someone's them. having a bad day and you're having a bad day too, but you know, they love coffee. Just like you go yeah. grab them a cup of coffee and give it to them just cause you're sowing that seed of happiness. Yep. And, and Hey, if there's somebody you're, you know, at strife with, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Humble yourself and send them a text. And, and send a peace offering. Now, they may not receive it. They may reject it. But guess what? You did your part. You've sown seed. And somehow, that seed has to come back. And so, yeah. you have to get your words right. You have to, to obey the Lord, really, in our finances to see yes. that bring prosperity in our life. And then, you have to take the action to if there's other, other areas that need harvest, then yes. sow those seeds. And so, th- so those are three areas of sowing to get your mind right yep. and to see God move in the areas of your life that you are struggling in. Just like he said, once again, I'm going to say it again as we're ending this, just so you know, sowing seeds with your mouth, sowing seeds with your money and sowing seeds with your actions. Yeah. And so, um, 
you know, this is where we've been. These are the things we've been applying. And we have been, you know, even applying the new aspect of getting together and doing yeah. prayer and devotion time together, not just separately and individually, right. but together. Because one can put a thousand to flight, but two can yes. put 10,000. And I, That's right. God put us together. God, God has put you with people. So, you know, we encourage you, man, keep sowing keep growing and keep going in all the things that God has for you and protect your minds. Let your minds be transformed and let it start with your words. Your Mm -hmm. words are the most powerful things that you control. You literally, that's if there's anything in life that you have absolute control over, it's It's your your mouth mouth. and it's the hardest thing to tame. And so if you'll get that uh, working for you and not against you, that's going to be the start to seeing God do some really cool stuff. And that's where we're at. We're, I'm telling you, like we have been, you know, kind of bare naked, uh, <laughs> honest. honest, you know, today. And, and, but that's, we want you to know that we're here with you. Yeah, you're not, doing you're not this in alone, this alone. And we're not telling you anything that we have not had a hard talk with ourselves about. Absolutely. And so we just hope this encourages you. If it did, um, you know, keep on showing up here with us every Thursday, you know, send this link out to yeah. a friend that, you know, needs it. Yep. And, um, like we said, come follow us on our social media platforms. We are with you almost every single day, pumping out some kind of Content, advice yeah. and scripture or just real life chat saying, Hey, I'm struggling. If you're struggling, come sit with me and talk, you know? Yep. Um, so we worship with you. We're live with you all the time on Facebook. Come check out my podcast. Brandon's going to be starting his own podcast sometime soon. soon. Yeah, we're, I'm um, still praying but, about what it's supposed to be about. But. Yes, but definitely. Definitely come check mine out on Tuesdays and um, we would love to see more of you around here. So thanks for tuning in. And hey, drop us a link or or drop us a message. Tell us us if this blessed you. We love to read that. It encourages us and uh, it sows positive seeds uh, into our lives that bring forth harvest. So God be with you guys. We love you and uh, we'll we'll check you out next time. All right. Love y'all. Peace out. Peace.